0: You got the shell, the shell, shell,
1: Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show.
2: This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. To me, flat out how I look at it, it's disrespectful to say you're not rebuilding off Hall of Fame
3: quarterback. It was disrespectful to say you weren't rebuilding off of that bar when you No one knew who Aaron was
2: and what he was gonna be, so I'm not gonna sit here and uh like pull back those boards broadcasting live from the everlight solar studio with matt hamilton here's jim rutledge
3: no jim rutledge or matt hamilton today we're uh we're running a totally new crew i'm alex strofe i guess not new but different part of the crew it's my first day You're doing great. great. Great job, man. First day this week isn't even accurate, right? You, <laughs> my, my fourth day this week, stroph- Yeah, Sorry for being sick, man.
0: I'm sorry you were sick. I'm glad you're feeling better.
3: I am, and it's good to be back. I'm Alex Strofe. He's Jesse Nelson. He's Alex Gravatt running the show for us for a fourth time this week. It is Rutledge and Hamilton. It is, of course, presented by Coors Light. Jesse, when the mountains are blue, you know what to do.
1: That's crush a Coors Light. I'm going to be doing that tomorrow night.
3: I'm going to be doing that two nights. A lot. Uh, Concert on King Street tonight. Oh that'll be fun. Horseshoes and hand grenades from Stevens Point where I went to college. Nicely done. Uh so looking forward to that. Little uh little banjo being played tonight. The bluegrass. You you, You're, you a bluegrass guy? Either? I'm
1: not. My mom loves bluegrass music. You seem like a bluegrass guy. A little <laughs> toe tapping,
3: yeah, knee slapping, uh, live more so than like mm-hmm. recorded, right? Yeah. So, so a new Foo Fighters album came out tonight or today. So like <laughs> that's what I'll listen to. <laughs> but um, yeah, bluegrass on the square tonight.
1: Can I ask you a, a dilemma that
3: I'm facing tomorrow? Yeah, go ahead. I'd,
1: sorry, Bill Barnwell, you might
3: have to wait a minute.
1: Uh, so we're talking about crushing some Coors Lights tomorrow. I have I have a potential conflict tomorrow. Oh boy! That I'd like to ask. You, hold on,
3: before the panel, you ask it, it seems like you always have a conflict. Are you a, like a are you a habitual double booker? No, I'm just popular. <laughs> well, I know that's not true. Uh
1: no, I, wrong. I'd like to say yes to pretty much everything if friends and family, you know, ask of me to be somewhere, and so I'm the same. Way. I always I try that. to make it work. And I think I could make tomorrow work, but the more I think about it, this could be dicey. So I might have a, a game time decision to make tomorrow morning. So I have a friend, tier one friend, co-best man. You know, you all know about my tiers of friends. We do. Co-best man in my wedding. Uh, celebrating a birthday tomorrow. Tomorrow is his birthday. Lives in the Milwaukee area. Okay. Uh, wants to have a little get together. There's a little festival going on near where he lives. Said so everybody come over. He's got a new place. Said, come check out my place in the early afternoon. Then we'll head over to the festival, have a grand old time. Live music, Coors lights, the whole deal. I also have a retirement party that I've been oh. asked to go to for a family member. The retirement party is not close to the birthday party. It is in a very different part of the state. Okay. <laughs> it's like a 90-minute, maybe two-hour drive. So while I think that I could do both, I'd have to drive 90 minutes to go to the birthday party for like one. two hours and then drive another 90 minutes to go to the retirement party at night. If you're choosing one, first of all, you think I could do both?
3: No. Well, I mean, you could. But it'd be miserable. and
1: then if you're, A lot of, of windshield so, time. So then am I obligated here? Because it's it's a family member on my wife's side of the family. Do I go to the retirement party or do I go to the birthday party for my friend?
3: Will your wife be at either? She will be
1: if they get back from their 18-day road trip uh, on time. Which we will get into about 3.30 30. She, 3:30 this she will be in attendance at the family gathering tomorrow for the, for the retirement
3: party. Then I think you're good. I think your friend's birthday party takes precedence. In, 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 including the fact that he's like your best friend. That's that's important. So, you think that it's more important
0: for him to go to his wife's aunt's retirement party if his wife can't go?
1: Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, if I'm here, the delegate of our family, yeah, I have to go. Correct. That's what you're saying. I disagree, yeah, exactly. And
0: maybe that's because I'm a single guy. But, like, if, if you have, if, if Becca can go then you're good. Mm -hmm. Then you're like let loose. You definitely don't have to be there. She's got that
1: one covered. I can go to Dave's and we're good. But like
0: if she doesn't go, and maybe you're much closer with her extended family, but like then I think you almost don't have to. Yeah, then it's almost like you're well, the, well, here's uh, the thing. Right? I would like nobody, to be at
3: both. Nobody can get mad at you for skipping the aunt's retirement party. Well, they can get mad at you, I guess, but the thing is it's too late. You're already married. You're already in the family. They have to deal with you. Whether or not you're there, you're still going to be around, right? This isn't a make-or-break situation for you. I vote birthday party.
1: Gosh, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> I, I, I then want, go to the retirement I, I party. Wanna, I want to do the birthday party, but this is a want versus need situation, sure. I feel like. And I feel like there would be some backlash if I didn't go to the retirement party, opting instead to attend my buddy's like 31st birthday party. Like, it's not even a big birthday. It's just my friend's birthday. He's a good friend, but all right. I think I've talked myself into it. Yeah. I, your advice
3: sunked. S- sunk? Let's try that again. My <laughs> advice sucked or su- both. Which one? It, both. Okay.
1: Uh, your advice sucked. I'm going with G. I'm going to the retirement party. That's not what my takeaway was, but I'm glad (laughs) that you got that from Well, you helped me find out myself on the inside. Gene, I appreciate that. Daniel the
3: Sloth chimes in on this debate, says, It's a no-brainer and no hesitation. I would be going to the birthday party.
1: (laughs) Suck it, best friend. Okay, well, maybe I'm not... Am I painting this correctly here? If everyone's saying birthday party... F
0: is for friends who do stuff together.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Love that. The birthday party... If it was more monumental, I would say then yes. Like if it was thirty or what what are we at here?
3: Thirty three? Thirty one. It's thirty
1: one. So if it was like, you know, a significant birthday, a round number, something that was extra cause for celebration, I would say the birthday party. The fact that it's just kind of a random birthday that happens to fall on a Saturday, and it's also coincidentally when this festival thing is going on.
3: Like, there it'll be fun—live music,
1: games, food, coors lights. It's going to be great.
3: We're we're, we're getting uh, we're getting mixed reviews here now. Now, Bill and Madison chimes in on the text line says, "Got to go to the retirement party once in a lifetime versus birthday every year. Sucks, but you got to choose family." Dan. Uh, mm. And then Tim in Oregon's, uh, Oregon, or rather, not the state, the city, uh, uh, chimes in and says, go to retirement party. That's all he says. So
1: they're saying go to the retirement yeah, party. Yeah, I think you had it right. So the once-in-a-lifetime thing does feel like, 21st birthday now, is once-in-a-lifetime.
3: Yeah. 40th th- birthday, once-in-a-lifetime. big. 55, isn't that a big birthday party? Yeah. Because it's just retirement. Yeah. Um, I went to my mom's retirement party last week, and obviously that's my mom. So right. I have to Very be, right? I can't yeah. choose anything else mm-hmm. over that. Uh, whereas the aunt, it's a little dicey. I understand. I think you're a good man if you go, but I don't think you're a bad man. If I mean, you don't we're go. gonna
1: have a good. It's at a bar. We got the back room. It's gonna be one no, of be like we're gonna have a good old time out uh, celebrating with Coors Lights on Saturday and, night. And as you left, and as you
3: just quietly slipped in there, you haven't seen your wife in almost three weeks. <laughs> it's been a while.
1: It's been a while.
3: Are you getting a divorce? No. Oh, okay. She's
1: on a road trip with her friends. Is all? Are you sure? Yeah, it was a planned thing. 2 weeks.
3: Not a road trip to the courthouse little. or anything, Well, right? it
1: was it was it was 14 days and then it coincidentally there were 4 days added on and you know what the hell? So she's extending
3: Wait it. another a
1: 4 days. This was extended? So the the road trip was planned. They they went they had a 2 week trip planned to hiking in western Canada. So they were going to go out to Canada. They they had this whole thing planned Banff. You ever heard of Banff? Yeah. Jeez, heard of Banff. Beautiful beautiful northern terrain in canada along the border is by that the ocean
3: bamf
1: uh a m n it's a weird one n m f okay, bam I, I mean i
3: know the i know the acronym bamf which i cannot say on the no, air no but... no
1: not that no okay. it's div- it's just it's just a nice place okay yeah beautiful agriculture uh, my have, fields is you and been? They've done like Vancouver, Seattle, some of the big cities, in addition to some of the parks up there. that's cool. So they've had this whole trip planned. They were going to do this in 2020, got canceled because they couldn't go over the border. So this was their rescheduled year to do it. Worked out great. COVID had rules about going to Canada, all that stuff. So they had this two-week thing planned, and then she happened to have a work training and a birthday party on the front end that got added in front of it. So a 14-day trip became 18 days away. Wow. Which is a very long time. Like, day five, I started to feel it a little bit. I filled a lot of the weekends with seeing friends and family, and that helped a lot. But some of these weeknights have just been brutal. You're lonely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I am. I thrive in being alone also. Like, I was an only child growing up. I got to stay home alone when I was, like, nine years old, and I just always... That seems like I've always an interesting like call. Living alone uh, when I moved out from roommates and just had my own apartment for a bit, loved it. Love the, the downtime of being alone and just kind of being your own person. Suddenly, life has changed for me. And now 18 days, which I thought I would enjoy some of it. That's wild. 18 days, way too long. I'm, I'm struggling a so little bit. I, yeah. I'm
3: not married, um, but I do live with my girlfriend. Have for uh, just over a year. Uh, and I legitimately think I'd be dead if I went 18 days without her. Guys, I've been single for like 10 months. <laughs> yeah, but you figure it out, right? And I've been single for, uh, right? I've lived by myself. Lord and knows I've I was fine. single for a
2: while. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, I mean, I, I was always fine, and I figured it out. But now I have adjusted to the lifestyle of, all right, I've got somebody here. She's very organized, right? Like, I've, I've got to go grocery shopping after work tonight. I think I made the list. Good luck. <laughs> I, think I made the list. <laughs> Good luck to you both. Right? She sent me a list, Jesse. Yeah. She yep. sent me a list. So, oh, that's nice.
1: I see where you're going here, and I agree with you. When you are on your own, and I'm this way with chores. I would eat and a lot with, of fast food. Uh, cooking. Like I've gotten worse at cooking since we moved in together years ago because I just do it less because she's better at it. And then when it's my turn to be like, ah, make, make the spaghetti, like, I gotta think about it. Used to be, I could just whip that up, boom, 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 we're good. Like, there are things that when you're not solely responsible for it yourself, you get worse at it, and then it's exposed when you're left alone for nearly three weeks. Like, gardening. Gardening sucks. <laughs> I, I
3: can't picture you gardening.
1: It's awful. Yeah. Like, there's no exact science to it. There's weeds everywhere. Weed is tight. Weed is tight. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's it's missing. You're sweating your, your face off in yeah. these hot days. With, no, it's It's been awful. Uh, trying to make sure plants don't die in the house. How often are you supposed to water plants? And did you know when you water plants, that water comes out the bottom of them and dirt yeah. gets everywhere? Yeah, I did
3: know that. Since, I'm who surprised did that? that.
0: Well, because if you don't, and this is how I killed my Monstera, I had a big plant, and, and if you give it too much water, then it just kills the plant. So it needs a place for that excess water to go, Jesse. Yeah, sweep the it's, floor. It's just like you right vacuum. now. You have all this. You, I'm, just, I'm glad that you're airing it out, because like yeah. the plant, you can't hold that inside. You need to let that
3: water go, Jesse. <laughs> well done. Well done. Yeah, I'm just kind of enjoying this full-blown meltdown of Jesse Nelson's it, last two and a half weeks. Look,
1: I, we've, we've mentioned it a few times on some of the different shows that I've put on. Ted, I was hold on
3: real quick, Jesse. Ted okay. Nevinsville-Chuckson oh, no. says, quote, I have to whip up spaghetti. And he says, dot, 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 it's literally boiling water. <laughs> Okay, Ted. That's Cle- <laughs> not wrong.
1: Clearly, you don't know how to make the homemade sauce that Grandma Nelson shared with. You. Let
3: me guess. Let me guess. Ground beef, tomato sauce, uh, some basil, some basil, some maybe uh, not cilantro, the other one. Uh, oh, Italian oregano. season.
1: Gotta get the oregano, oregano in there. Thank you. That's
3: what I'm looking for. Uh,
1: uh, secret sauce. A little dash of sugar. A little yeah, dash I do of that sugar. Too.
3: I do that too. Little a little dash. bit of sugar and spaghetti sauce. Ted, yeah. what are we doing, guys? This is not better than Pokemon. <laughs> Ted. Come on. This show is taking an obscure turn. Uh,
1: Okay. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate everyone sharing the advice. Normally, this is something that I would run by my wife. But she's been generally difficult to reach because she's been <laughs> camping and over the border, which she didn't know her phone didn't work in Canada. So I've had to go through her two friends if I wanted to say anything to her for two weeks. It's
3: been awful. <laughs> we'll take a break on this. Drew and Madison says, Jesse melting down is the most beautiful thing to listen to. Happy Friday to all. I agree with you, Drew. Uh, we'll throw some stones next. It's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors
2: Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter, at Jim and Matt.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Rutledge and Hamilton rolling on on your Friday. Alex Strug, Jesse Nelson in for the fellas. Badgers note for you, as Daniel Freetag, a four-star basketball player, and a four-star wide receiver, who was recruited by both Greg Gard and Luke Fickle, has announced his commitment to the University of Wisconsin. Heck
1: yeah! Now, it seems
3: like he'll only play basketball, but he was recruited by both. Um, That's fun. So we'll keep an eye on that if we have a future Pat Richter brewing, but that's pretty wild that's pretty wild so daniel freetag uh, class of 2024 so going into his senior year this upcoming fall so
1: that's what this video was about from wisconsin basketball yeah, on twitter we've
3: got a wisconsin basketball bat signal now so for those of you that maybe aren't chronically online like i am
1: uh it's trying to win your free, burritos, during win the the NBA free finals. burritos
3: right exactly from chipotle um luke fickle rather tweets out a video anytime a football player commits to the University of Wisconsin. And he usually beats it to the punch, right? Before anybody scoops the uh, commitment or the or the uh, athlete announces where they're committing to, he'll tweet a short video that just says, On Wisconsin, it's, and it's a cool fun. little mixtape. And It's
1: showing the crowd at the stadium, yeah. jump around, all yeah. the tailgating. And it's
3: now, fun. This one shows a phone ringing. And it says future ba- badger. And then company, it says on Wisconsin. And then it says Greg Gard picking up the phone, smiling, and answering it. And then at the end, it just uh, has the badger emoji, the smirking emoji, and the eyes emoji at the end of the video. Yeah. So we've got a uh, Badgers basketball bat signal, which you can find on Twitter yeah. if you want to see that. At Badger
1: MBB. What are we giving it?
3: Uh, well, originality's knocked, because obviously they're stealing it, but it looks like they might be doing this across all sports now, it might be a thing Luke Fickle has implemented <laughs> on accident. Uh, I'll give it a 6 out of 10. Mm. Is that high for you? Yeah. What are you giving it? Uh,
1: it's like a 3. Wow. Hey, like,
3: well, how about the commit? The commit's the, nine. the commit's amazing.
1: Uh, look, the the news is a ten out of ten. This dude sounds like he's the real deal. Multi sport athlete, sure. number ninety prospect
3: in the country. Very exciting.
1: Very exciting. Big get for Coach Guard the basketball squad. Big big time get. Love that news. The video, it, the the phone ringing saying future Badger. On Wisconsin is underneath it with the yeah, little like text. Guard with his big old cheesy smile. He goes, hey! it he Kind of turns his chair like you got a call of his life sitting in his office. Dude, I
3: kind of, I love Greg Guard. He's the man.
1: He's great. I feel like we could have just kind of kept it like what the football one is with the, but the issue, crowd at but the Kohl Center, is, everybody going nuts. Jesse, but the, the issue
3: there is, the fan section is only one section of the of the Kohl ba- uh, Center.
1: Well, use some old tape maybe some stuff from the good I thought days. you were going
3: to say something about the olds, uh, like the D- DJ Mondo yelled this year, old people stand up. Anyway, he's Jesse Nelson. I'm Alex Strope. It's time for us to go head to head. It's time to throw some stones.
2: The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test.
3: That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
2: This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership.
0: So every day, one of us, whoever's in for Alex as he goes and he becomes, you know, the the host that he's meant to be on that side of the glass. Uh, we, we well, that find, was really kind. Oh, any, any time for you. Or, you know, you're sick or whatever, you know, you just take <laughs> time too. off. Uh, that we find the most interesting information from the interwebs. And as it is graduation season, I want to start... With uh where is it? They so there's a group of kids in Maryland who have listed their high school on Zillow oh, that's as fun. a partially broken jail. Now that <laughs> aside, it's only forty thousand dollars. So I've got two questions. Part one is what what senior pranks did you do? And I'm gonna start with you, Jesse.
1: Surprise, surprise. We didn't do a senior prank.
3: That's shocking.
1: We did, and I was on the planning committee, do a senior skip day. Planning and committee? I was, yeah, we turned a profit on the senior skip day. What We went to a Brewers game and we had uh, one of my buddies worked for a t-shirt company, so we ordered custom t-shirts for everyone going. And then we got a group discount on the tickets that we went through the Brewers ticket office. And then we did a little markup for everybody in our graduating no class. It was like twelve We're like, yeah, let's make it 15 It's easier for everyone to pay. So we turned up we had a group of six of us that planned the whole thing. We're like, you know what? We'll charge everyone fifteen. That'll pay for our food and for our experience. He
3: called me Scum of the Earth for trying to get a free burrito last night. And this guy's <laughs> taking money, two fifty a pop for every twelve years We did grader. all
1: the
0: work. Every planning seventeen senior and
3: eighteen year old at, at McWanago High School. It's Muskego? An ex- Muskego. And it's an
1: extra two dollars. In twenty ten, that wasn't even a pack of Pokemon cards. Okay. <laughs>
3: That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. All right, so uh, senior prank. Ours has like, become a tradition at many schools, it seems, these days. We did what what's called the paper drop. So you take all the papers you've compiled from your senior year. You go to the second floor and drop them down to the first mm-hmm. floor. You count down three, two, one, and then you throw papers everywhere, and it blinds everybody because there's so many papers on the air. Uh, our custodian, shout-out Mr. O, uh, loved it. He loved the idea, and he was the one stuck cleaning it up. But he, he, was, he was all you for it. You didn't even clean it up? Uh, a couple of us helped. I was one of them that actually ah, did help. Ah, you uh, good guy. Yeah, that's me. You know wow. me. Man of the people. But that was uh, that was our senior prank. But I saw a video, G, that I think you'll get a kick out of because I, I showed my girlfriend this who's a teacher, and she said, oh my goodness, I would have I freaked out. And this was, <laughs> um, I don't know where it was, but I saw it on TikTok. So these dudes walk in with several buckets of soapy water, and there's like a, 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 a wheelchair ramp in their school that's pretty wide. They dumped these buckets of water all over the floor and then slip and slided down the ramp. Um. And there was this dude in a tube. Um, who just went flying? And then you see this big man, who I assume is maybe a principal or a security guard, come in and he's like, "Stop it! Stop it!" It was, it was very entertaining. I thought that was a good senior prank. Did he jump in after yelling, "Stop it"? Or no, no, no. <laughs> he stopped them from sliding uh. as a couple of kids slide past him. It's a great the, video. The I senior
1: prank is very—you gotta really toe a line before it's, it's it risky. Gets, it's risky. You gotta play it exactly right. That's why I just do a senior skip day.
0: So instead of like instead of having like a individual prank, uh, one teacher was just kind of like really close with our class and everyone would go in there and it started one day with just the kids in the class and then a couple of their friends. By the end of the year, so this was the last week, by the last day of that week, we had about seventy five kids standing on desks, just screaming as loud as they could. And the people from the teachers from the world language department, all the way on the other side of the school, would write down out of ten what we got, and then bring it in. And that's when we would stop. We had the whole band bring their instruments in one day. It was awesome. That's fun. I like that. I digress. Uh, my other question is: If you are going to buy any sort of abandoned building, would a school be the best one to live in? Alex Stroff, we'll start with you.
3: Yeah, I think that's probably number one. Uh, Because imagine what you could renovate that into, right? That could be a ginormous apartment building. It could really just be a mansion. You'd have a full-blown basketball court or two. Uh, You might have a pool. Uh, An abandoned high school is a good pick. A warehouse is fun, but that that would require a lot more work. Because you already have rooms and bathrooms in a school. So, yeah, I think I'm going with school. That's a good pick.
1: It depends what my motivations are. If I need to, like, temporarily move into it, a grocery store. Because uh, hopefully it comes fully stocked, and the, the, the previous proprietor Well, if it's abandoned, I
3: don't know if that's how that works. Well, okay,
1: then I'm not going to no, say it's a fl- grocery it's fl- store. I, I'm cool with that. Uh, barns, it, people are turning profits turning those barns into wedding venues well, these for sure. days. Yeah. That's working out pretty well. Uh, but ultimately, a theme park because it would be spooky for a little bit, oh. but you could also clean that Ooh. thing up, and you could bring a lot of people a lot of joy if you bought your own theme park.
3: I like where your head's at on this. The The, the amusement park's an interesting one, but w- what about, like, Bay Beach and Green Bay? Kind, of a, kind yeah. of a minute amusement park. You would still go for that? Oh,
1: for sure. Okay. Yeah, you could fix that thing up when you a said bit. amusement
3: park, I'm thinking, you know, Disney World or Six Flags Great America and Gurney, mm. well, which no. are
1: massive. No, I'm saying, like, one of those little ones. Like, okay. uh, Little America and Marshall. Just want, Here's like, right? a
3: merry-go-round. One of those,
1: yeah, one of those little little, little roller coaster, sure. little tilt a whirl, like kinda, a county fair, kinda, kinda. But you can you could you could build it up, is what I'm saying. You could build that up into being something great. All right,
0: I like this, but something you said earlier, Jesse, that I didn't like as much. You <laughs> don't search for songs or artists when you listen to music. You just listen to pre made like summer. Barbecue generic playlists. Mm-hmm, and really? so, mm-hmm. Alex Strofe, I want to hear what you think about this, and then Jesse Nelson, I want you to defend yourself.
3: Strofe, go. Yeah, that's interesting behavior. I'm not necessarily going to judge it because I know he's not the only one that does that. I could just never live like that. I love music. I listen to a lot of music. I like finding new music. It's a joy of mine. Uh, So I get that, and especially the world we live in now, right, where it's all digital and you can just go to... I use Apple Music. I might get judged for that one, but I, I mean, you can go to one of the pages and it says, hey, this is new music that's been released in the last week, and I'll just click ones I've never even heard of, and that's how I find new music. It's interesting to me.
1: I just don't like putting in the work to find music. I appreciate music, and I just don't care to listen to a... Like, if you're making a playlist and you're, like, driving up north, and you're like, oh, let's play uh, Shania. Oh, let's play the new thing from uh, Foo Fighters. Like, okay, that makes sense if you want to seek out a particular song, but I get bored listening to the same artist if you get more than, like, two or three songs in a row. So I'd rather have the variety, and I don't want to put in the effort to make that playlist myself. I would rather just have someone else do it so if they've got all these pre-made playlists on spotify or whatever music app that you enjoy listening to yeah just let it ride how, about,
3: how about this sentence that's never been uttered on this show texted in by tim in oregon <laughs> alex has impeccable taste of music wow i've only ever gotten a hard time for my music taste on this show <laughs> that's uh that's wild Thanks, Tim. Tim and
1: Oregon, I'm really on your side today.
0: Uh, Congratulations. I'm, I'm a big Tim Are guy. Are we sure he's not talking about me? Huh? It's a great point. Uh, na- you <laughs> have to all see your name. Jesse, point do you, you. have <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Do you have a favorite song?
1: Ever? That's such a
2: Ooh, I've got, I've ridiculous got question. Well,
0: yeah, but you um, I know you do.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh fun some nights
3: really? Huh. Yeah, That's an out there pick. Yeah. It's a good song.
1: I love that song. It's I know how song. to play it on piano. I saw them perform it live at Summerfest. Love when it comes on. It's a banger. Did they put on a good show? Uh,
3: yes, they yeah. did. Yeah, I'm wearing mm-hmm. my Summerfest hat today. So. Nice. No me, big Summerfest guy. Uh, to answer the question you didn't ask me, my favorite song of all time is Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. Amazing a tune. Pokemon theme song? <laughs> yeah, that's it too. That's number two. Runner up.
1: Monday Night Football? <laughs> that's
3: a <Fact> Actually. <laughs> Mount Rushmore of songs right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so we're going to wrap up. There's been a lot of talk about the debt ceiling, and I don't want to bring that into this, but, Where are we going but here? Hold, hold your horses, <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm intrigued. Uh, so it's got me thinking, what's the best way to make that money back? And I think, <laughs> I think we could sell a state. And first thing that comes to mind Ooh. for me is Florida. We can sell it. They go out mm-hmm. as likely champions. One of them will be the champion you'd think, but, but hold on, hold on. sir. if I see you're ready to go, we're going to go mm-hmm. to you. What state would you sell? And what would you hope to get for it? Doesn't have to be money. Strofe,
3: we're starting with you. Ooh, okay. Now that changes my answer. What would I get for it? I I think we can make Alaska part of Canada. And I have nothing Mm. against Alaska. I've never been. I want to go at some point because I think it's it's really neat. Uh, What does Canada do really well? Maple syrup? What else do they do well up there? Hockey. Hockey. Ooh. Bam. Give Wisconsin (laughs) the Edmonton Oilers. We'll give you Alaska. Bring Connor McDavid to this state and see what happens. We'll turn a profit. We'll make our money back.
1: I'm really thinking about this probably more in depth than I should. (laughs) Florida, Hawaii, Alaska all have tourism that they bring in. Those are constant streams of revenue for the United States. You'd want to sell a state that doesn't bring in a bunch of revenue consistently from other countries with their tourism. So if I'm thinking I want to sell somebody in like the middle of the state or, or of the country... And I'm trying to think, like, Oklahoma, Kansas. I think if you sold Kansas, like, you give away, whoever buys it gets the rights to the Wizard of Oz. And, like, that's not accruing more money. That's more of a nostalgia play. And I feel like that's instant cash that can help with the debt ceiling. I
3: love the internet because I have a laptop sitting in front of me. Alaska, in 2021, made $2.2 billion on tourism. Yeah, they got a lot of like cruises and stuff that go up there. The state of Wisconsin made twenty two point two billion dollars in tourism, which is uh, ten times Door
1: County, man. Which is ten times the draft. Made. Let's go. Uh,
3: that was twenty eighteen uh, for for uh, for Wisconsin there. So there you go.
1: Yeah, I, I'm still going to ride with Kansas. Like sell somebody right in the middle of the United States that's not really generating any revenue.
3: That seems, from a security standpoint, like a bad idea. Hilarious. <laughs> I love it though. I like the I like the innovation. No fly zone, uh, and and you know. <laughs> It was it
0: was funny, but I I kind of agree that let's get rid of Alaska, despite all of its grandeur. Like you can't even get to what it easily. What was that easily. word? Grandeur. How do you spell that?
1: Oh, that I don't know. G R A N D E U R. Well,
0: think?
3: he can't spell, but he sure can win. Alex Stroh. D E U R. You're right. The quality of state being grand, magnificent, magnificence. That's he a wins. hell of a word, pal.
1: Alex Stroh wins today with grandeur.
3: Yeah. Grandeur. I'm grandeur. You know what else is grandeur? It's my friends over at Door County Distillery. Locally produced, handcrafted, and award-winning spirits up in the beautiful part of Door County. A lot of tourism up there, according to Jesse Nelson. Uh, they're right in Carlsville on your way up to Door County. If you're heading up there maybe this weekend or this summer, listen to me. you got to stop in at and do the distillery tour or the winery tour if you're with your sweetheart. They're connected, same building. Tell them Alex from ESPN sent you. I promise you. It'll be the best time of your life. Otherwise, just try what they got, man. Gins, whiskeys, bourbons, all sorts of liquors, all sorts of spirits, and they're all terrific. You can find them right here in the Madison area. Affordable. And they will liven up your party. Because they've got all these cool cocktail recipes on their website, uh, which is doorcountydistillery.com. You can find the retailer nearest you. And all those secret cocktail recipes, they will make you the star of any summer gathering. The website, again, doorcountydistillery.com. Rutledge and Hamilton with Strophan Nelson rolls on right after this. We are still presented by the world's greatest beer, Coors Light.
2: You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, a finalist for Best of Madison Radio Team. Vote at channel3000.com. People really like this show. Come
1: on, swing.
3: The shirts are coming off at an all-time pace at the Everlight Solar Studio. Here on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the hall monitor, Jesse Nelson. Alex Gravatt, playing the jams, holding things down for us here at the Everlight Solar Studios. Hey, you want to golf with us, don't you? You should want to golf with us, including Wisconsin sports stars like Mark Tauscher, like Matt Hamilton, like Brad Nortman, like Chris Orr. Everyone but Strofe. Yeah, I won't be golfing. I'll be there, though, at Trapper's Turn on Monday, July 17th, and you can get 25% off your foursome or your twosome at ESPNMadisonOpen.com until midnight tonight. The code ESPN25, as simple as that, ESPN25 at ESPNMadisonOpen.com. What's better than that? Middle of July, a Monday, golfing at one of the best golf courses in all of Wisconsin, Trapper's Turn, Wisconsin-Dells, and you'll be surrounded by a bunch of fun people that have played in the NFL. Guys that were Wisconsin Badgers legends? Nothing better than that. ESPNMadisonOpen.com is the website. All right, we tried to get into this earlier, and then we learned Jesse Nelson's wife abandoned him for two and a half weeks. So let's get into this now. Billy Barnwell, uh, ESPN NFL staff writer at ESPN.com. ESPNWisconsin.com is where you can find the article. that came out a few days ago. Ranking best worst 2023 NFL offseasons. Which teams improved? Gee, have you seen this list? I have not. No. Do you know where the Packers rank in this list? I do. Okay. Never mind then. I was going to play a Busted. fun exercise. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, you said it during uh, during show prep. So I did. That's
3: true. Um, so spoiler alert: on this list, the Packers don't even rank in the top twenty. They don't even rank in the top fifteen. They don't rank in the top ten. Well, they do. I guess. Yeah. In all of those. Um, yeah. Sight. Sight. That's the wrong number. That's the wrong number. <laughs> Number five is where the Packers come in. Of all 32 teams, best NFL offseason number five for the Green Bay Packers, which I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. As much as I do understand the Aaron Rodgers trade and think that's a long-term upgrade, number five seems a bit high for this youth movement, which I'm excited about, but it still seems like this isn't a playoff team entering 2023.
0: Did the rest of the NFL just, like, crap the bed while we've been, like,
1: staring at Aaron Rodgers? So Barnwell's been anti-Rodgers in Green Bay for a couple of years. He has been, that's true. Like, a lot of his, and all of his articles are essentially opinion pieces. We like to make fun of it on Wilde and Tausch, because there was one article he did a year or two ago where he formulated his own potential trade scenarios and then graded them. So he came up with, I think the Giants should trade this and this for Aaron Rodgers. That's right. I forgot And about I'd this. give that a D. Like, what?
3: <laughs> Why would you What are, come up what, with <laughs> what are we
1: doing? So uh, take all that with a grain of salt. But I, I do think he's a great NFL mind. And it's always compelling to hear what the national narratives are around the Green Bay Packers. I think Bill Barnwell exemplifies that. It sounds to me from—it's a very long article— I didn't read all of it. It's very, very long. It's really long. He just he writes so much. Bill, you don't have to do that much. Work a little less hard, buddy. It's okay. good writer. So, it sounds like you know, Bill Barnwell's advocated for a couple of years the Packers should move on from Aaron Rodgers. They have finally done that, and I think he is rewarding them in his article by saying, good, they've finally done this. Time to move on. If you believe in Jordan Love and that draft pick, give him the reins. Spend the money that you would have invested in Rodgers in other positions, build that defense into being the juggernaut that they're attempting to do, and get this thing ready to roll so that in a year or two, you're ready to compete for Super Bowls again. I understand the premise, and I don't necessarily disagree with it. It just depends on what Jordan Love ultimately ends up being, and I think Bill Barnwell openly acknowledges that. This is all based in Jordan Love being a capable, solid, dependable franchise quarterback of the Green Bay Packers if Jordan Love as a first round pick turns into Blake Bortles this isn't going to be a number five ranked offseason for the Green Bay Packers
3: yeah what went right I mean and this is really long so I'm not going to read all of this but he says they landed a hall for Aaron Rodgers if we take the position the Packers had a strong suspicion they were going to be moving on from Rodgers on the day of the Super Bowl it's tough to argue with what General Manager Brian Gudekunst was able to get in return for his legendary quarterback King's ransom. I've heard King's ransom, according Charizard. to Brian <sighs> If he doesn't stop with the Pokemon references, I'm not doing the last 15 minutes of the show. I mean, we can do it together. Like I'll just change the cameras. We'll be fine. Got to catch them
1: all. Yeah.
3: Continue, Barnwell. No, no, uh, no, That's that's all I have to read.
1: Bulaga called it a King's ransom today on Wilde and
3: Tausch. and then you called it
0: a Charizard. Charizard it's no no he d- he said that Aaron Rodgers yeah. was the Charizard mm-hmm. the Venusaur what were the other ones that Blastoise, we got Blastoise
1: yeah there's a lot of big dogs you can get back that's a King's Ransom Pikachu
0: rank that's like the only one well, I know yeah
1: Pikachu's a little overrated
0: and Pikachu's way overrated because uh, it's the main character but uh, like yeah. ultimately a very mediocre Pokemon yeah. <sighs> Jesse Nelson Um. really Pink quick can you give me your top five Pokemon oh uh,
1: Absolutely I can, Alex G. Checking in at number five, Jigglypuff. Whoa. Sings you a song as a lullaby. Send you night night. Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff. That's number five in my Pokemon. Number four, Snorlax. That's amazing. Talk about a guy that goes perfect as a complimentary piece to Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff sings him to sleep. Snorlax's strength is falling asleep. Means he's just standing his ground when no one else can get by a these Big old brawny guy is just falling asleep out there. The old match. Number three, Blastoise. Cannons coming out of the shells. Boom, 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 boom. There's the water cannons. Oh, baby. You kidding me? Give me a Blastoise at any fight. I want that as my muscle. Number two, Charmeleon. Oh! Subsequent piece to number one, Charizard. Give me the Charmeleon Charizard. Even Charmander, honorable mention. The evolution of those three. B- give me the fire. They look so cool. Little dragon type guys. Little salamander type fella. Oh, man. those. And then the Charizard. When they find the Charizard Valley in the OG Pokemon cartoon, they find Charizard Valley. And Charizard, he gets to go live free among his Charizard brethren. Little flame on the back of his tail starts to ignite because he's living the dream. Charizard, goat, book it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, can't, I don't hate that take. Charizard
0: is one of the most recognizable across all all platforms in in all you know age brackets. But, but it does feel like just you know saying Tom Brady's the goat. Yeah. Sure, but it doesn't resonate true to me. And I was more of a Hone region guy. I was a huge fan of Mudkip. Mudkip, the water type, and I was water type through and through, Jesse. What you're telling me is fire, and that makes sense for you, but I'm a Scorpio, which is a water type now, I astrological like the pizzazz. sign. I like the
1: pizzazz the fire family gives me. Give me the Charmeleon Charmander pizzazz. Little little showmanship when we go to battle.
0: Then let's go head-to-head right now. My water type, your fire type, and we'll see who uh, wins, that's not Jesse. going to go well. we'll see that's going
1: to go well over here. Bulbasaur, also a fun one. Bulba. Bulbasaur. (laughs) You're listening to Rutledge and
0: Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.
2: You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts, free, on Wisconsin On Demand, and wherever you get your podcasts. ...trusted Kia dealership.
3: what to say. I'm rarely speechless, but the idiocy that has been on full display the entirety of this two-hour program, which I am very glad I've had the opportunity to fill in on, has ruined my excitement, but I am very excited because we're done with it in four minutes. It is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. I'm Alex Strofe. He's the doofus, Jesse Nelson. The other doofus is Alex Gravatt. He's running the show for us today. I'm ready for the weekend. Just because we're cultured doesn't make
1: us doofy.
3: Cultured by Pokemon. I, I yeah. don't know that that makes you cultured. So I think, that makes, your eyes is, I think well, that makes you a full blown nerd. Some
1: people watch This Week in Baseball on Saturday morning. Some people watched Pokemon and Ash and Misty and the crew on their next adventure. Yeah, and I
3: used to watch a show called Powderpuff Girls, which was on Cartoon That's Network. That's also a good and one. And I'm not sitting here and talking about it on a day. Blossom Bubbles and Buttercup. we could talk about the Packers. Or we could talk about the fact that your wife left you for three weeks. Oh, JoJo. We could talk about how I. I tried to win a Chipotle burrito for three hours consistently last night, and that's more relevant than your thoughts on a Charizard.
2: Loud noises!
1: I was explaining to you why Brian Bulaga was incorrect earlier today on William yeah, show. very well-produced show, weekdays 9 show. to noon on 100.5 ESPN, show. when Brian Bulaga said that the Packers received a King's Ransom in return for Aaron Rodgers. And it was also a King's Ransom while he was in his playing time with the Green Bay Packers. All I was trying to do was make it a little more relatable. You know, not all of us Pokemon, Pokemon isn't relatable.
3: Not all of us po- want a Super, Bowl. Super Bowl. It is a small niche of people. Oh, get out I of here. I disagree. Open your world view, we sir. Haven't, we haven't put up an Iron Jock poll today. So why don't we go ahead and do that? Have you ever played <laughs> Pokemon? It's the Iron Jock poll. And I bet should be
1: blown away with a yes. In three
3: minutes when the show ends, gonna, I, I bet we will have a no majority.
1: You are going to be embarrassed by the returns on this poll. We
3: can revisit it on Monday when, thank God, I can't you, believe I'm I'll about to say this. I'll bet you a
1: burrito. The majority of people say yes, they have played Pokemon in the Iron Jock poll.
3: I'll take you up on that. I'll bet you a burrito. I, 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 I cannot believe I'm about to utter the words I'm about to utter. I cannot wait for Jim and Matt to be back on Monday. <laughs> cannot wait for it. I Hope they enjoyed the round
1: of golf this afternoon. Good yeah. for them.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, good for them. I guess. Whatever. Whatever you got to do to technically work on a Friday, if that includes golf or not, good for you. Hey,
1: what's this Brewers game doing on Apple TV Plus at four o'clock on a Friday?
3: Yeah, that's interesting. Plus, is this isn't a it? Cubs game? So, is Apple TV Plus different than Apple TV? Yeah. So wow. just
1: Apple TV doesn't even get you the game. You got to get the plus.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
1: big week for Apple TV Let Ted Lasso finale and then uh, Brewers Reds do you watch Ted Lasso uh, no I don't either but I plan to I also so plan good. to at some point oh, yeah, that's what I, I plan heard. to I heard
3: it's terrific uh, the Dave finale came out which is uh, Lil Dicky the rapper mm-hmm. uh, that show is insane now spoiler alerts coming in a second but nothing too bad if you haven't watched the finale yet but Brad Pitt made his return to TV for the entire hour wow um, and then it ends with him getting shot in the chest by an arrow so there's there's uh, your, your minute spoiler alert of the season finale Big Time of Dave. spoiler alert. Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, there's a lot more that happens in between there. I mean, it's over an hour long, but it was uh, it was an interesting episode of TV. Drew and Madison chimes in and said, "I didn't think it was possible to break strofe. We did it. I, so, I, I, I didn't either, Drew. I didn't either. I, I've I've never been speechless." Because I work at a I work at a job where it is literally the baseline requirement to talk. Bad, bad to be speechless most days. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and these two buffoons went on. I mean, we did two hours of show content today. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would say about 30 minutes of that was spent strictly on Pokémon. No,
1: nah, a lot of Packers conversation. You're muddling the, I I bet the we Pokemon, talked more about
3: Pokémon than we did the Pokémon
1: the talk was Packers no, 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 talk. No, no, no. no. the derailed not the Packers it the talk. Right way. It, it
3: was a crappy analogy that led to Pokémon talk and then it ultimately ended in you power ranking the best Pokémon. Do you really believe in your heart of hearts that that's Packers conversation?
1: Yeah, Rogers Rodger, is more of a butterfree. than I think about it. Like Brady's a Charizard. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, I have no idea what you're saying. Or butterfree. Yeah, you Which messed that up. Cool. Give me that
3: look, G. We're supposed to be here at higher I'm love. I'm so right mad. Now. I, that makes my whole week better. Yeah, that's your oh. fault, by the way. That's your fault. That's what you get for Pokemon. Oh, you are just the worst. Nobody type earned of a higher love outro today. 100 of people have played Pokemon. I appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. This is Ben Rutledge and Hamilton. Have a terrific weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. Peace.